Well, today I want to talk with y'all about life lessons. Today, um, I was talking with one of my friends and we was just having a conversation and he was like, dude, man, I feel like I'm losing. And I sat back and thought about it. What is losing? And then I came to the conclusion, in life, you never really lose. You just become a learner. Because when you lose at something, there's no way to come back from that loss. But you can always come back from a loss in life. You don't have to worry about anything. Just stay the course. So don't worry about losing and losses in life. Take them and get something out of them because every loss can teach you a valuable lesson in life. Don't worry about what you can't control. Control what you can control. Just be motivated to be better and to be successful. Y'all have a good day. Hello everyone, I am Laree Robinson, who is also the wife of the creator of this channel. I am honored to finally be able to tell my story of how I persevered and out of all these years, I finally was able to graduate college. My story is of faith and it was of resilience and of perseverance. I think I can just start off with probably high school. I was a very young mother. I had my first child at the age of 18, but I found out I was pregnant at the very tender age of 17. I was in my senior year of high school when I found out that I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, Deja. I was on my way actually to the Air Force. I had my plans all mapped out, but there was a pause um, when I found out that I was pregnant. So immediately, my life changed. I was no longer um, technically a child. I was someone's mother at the age of 18. So my um, plans of going to the military and using that outlet to maybe go to college and start my future that way it was a hope because I didn't want to leave my responsibility uh, with my parents so um, we are from a small town in Arkansas and I was stuck here Um, I married early I also married at the age of 18 and when Deja was about nine months old, I found out I was pregnant again. So at the age of 18, I now have a nine-month-old, and I'm about to be a mother again. So 19 years old, I have two children, and I have to try to figure life out. So I enter the world of work. No college no anything but a high school 
education. So the, for the majority of my life, I worked two jobs trying to put food on the table for two children. And, you know, I just was was barely making ends meet for those children. But I did have, I did seem to, to make, um, make the world go round for them. They always had what they need and really the majority of their wants. But, you know, my plans were, I, I felt were delayed. So maybe around about the age of 26, I started to work here locally at the hospital um, in a pharmacy. And I really, really wanted to be a pharmacist. I was a pharmacy technician. And I really, really, really wanted to be a pharmacist. And I remember thinking, like, I don't have seven years to go to school. Like, I just don't have seven years to go to school. At least that was my thoughts back then. Not thinking, like, I was so young. If I knew then what I know now, I probably would have went to pharmacy school. But I can remember back then thinking, at least try to go to school for something, you know, at least in the medical field. So, uh, I, to kind of speed y'all up, I ended up um, getting married again, and I um, now have three children. So, I uh, enrolled here locally at Arkansas Northeastern College for the nursing program. Shortly after I enrolled, I found out that my mother had um, stage three breast cancer. That promising marriage, it started to fail. So my grades, um, of course, were affected and I dropped out of college back then. And um, I kind of felt like a failure. It was embarrassing. Um and I was afraid to go back. So I I just continued to work. I continued to work two jobs. And um, I got laid off from the hospital. And I started to teach at a local preschool. And I was thinking, well, maybe, um, maybe nursing is not for me. Maybe nursing was too hard. So... A few years later, I enrolled again. Um, I think it was like 2012. I tried to go to school again. This time, uh, my dad, he gets diagnosed with a rare blood cancer. I am now, uh, and I'm not married at this time, but I am in an unhealthy relationship. And again, my grades are affected again. And what do I do? I I stop trying and I drop out. And um, unlike my mom, my dad, he won his battle to cancer and death. And so I think for me at this time, mentally, I'm drained. I, I, I don't, mentally and emotionally, I'm drained. I, I don't think college is for me, for one. I, I don't think that I'm good enough for college. I don't think I can handle college. And to a certain degree, 
Um, I was allowing the devil to tell me every time you go to college, bad things happen. So I was psyching myself up mentally to just not go back to college. Like, just don't go because when you go to college, bad things happen. Someone in your family get cancer, someone in your family get sick, or someone is going to ultimately die. So I was just, I was never going to go back. So, um, somewhere during this time, I meet my current husband, and he continued to just kind of stay on me, like, you know, what are you going to do? Like, if you don't like your situation, what are you going to do about it? And I just kept telling him, there's nothing I can do about it. I can do nothing about my situation, you know. Um, if anyone know anything about college, if you are on financial aid and you drop out or if you flunk out so many times, you are now on financial aid probation. So at this time, after going to college twice and dropping out twice or flunking out twice, I was now on financial aid probation. So I would have to pay cash to even get back into college. And so... I just didn't see college. I didn't see college in my future, but he just kept encouraging me like, so you going to let that stop you? And at that time I was like, yes, yes, I'm going to let that stop me. I'm going to let having to pay out of pocket stop me from going. I'm going to let my parents getting diagnosed with cancer. I'm going to let that stop me from going. And he just would not give up. He would not give up. No matter how rude I was. I, I, I can remember at one point looking at him and saying, are you going to pay for me to go back to college? And no matter how smart I would get with him, he would still, you know, he may wait an extra month and he would come back. So, Laree when are you going to get back into college? So this one particular day, I told him, I said, well, you know what? What's meant for me is for me. You let me pray about that thing. You know, let me pray about it. And if God really wants me back into college, he'll open that door. But little did I know God was going to do just that for me. So, um, I kept my word, like, I'm I'm not a liar. I don't believe in lying. So, after I told him that, I prayed about it. You know, like, my fiancé is really, really pressuring me about college. And I do not enjoy the situation that I'm in. So, you know, Lord, if this is something that you have for me, you know, allow a door to come open for me. But if this door does come open for me, Allow me to persevere. Allow me to continue on in college. You know, I don't want to be a college dropout. So sure enough, I um, I called one of the financial aid um, personnel that works at the local college again. And I asked her, you know, what do I need to do? Because in my mind, I'm thinking I have to pay money to to start classes so you know how much money or how many classes do I have to pay for out of pocket in order to enroll and she said Laurie I don't see that there's a hold on you except for we need a shot record and I was thinking huh like a shot record 
you guys have my shot record. Like, I was enrolled here. But then I stopped, and I, I stopped complaining. Like, Lord, I just prayed. Like, if it's for me to get back into college, you open that door. So I can remember just being all emotional. And I called my mama, and I let my mom know about this prayer I had prayed. And then that's where we started. So I went to our local health department, and uh, I... I Tried to get shot records, and lo and behold, I had to get a shot. But that's all I had to do in order to get back into college. But, of course, the enemy started with the whole fear process, and I was afraid. I didn't want anybody to know that I was going to enroll back into college. So I told my husband, you know what, I'm going to go back to college, but don't tell a soul. So for the longest, only my mom and my husband and my children knew that I was in college because I was afraid a failure. I was afraid of failure. So I completed my first semester. And, you know, the I can remember um, the one class, it was a, a English composition class. That's the class that I always failed. Like I just, I failed the um, semesters prior to. And I can remember getting some um, harsh criticism from him. But By the time I would get my grades back, it would be an A. And I can just remember, like, just running and jumping in here. And and I I came out of that that course with an A. And I kind of remember, like, just being on top of the world. Like, okay, if I pass this class, then, you know, I can go further. And and that's just kind of how I I handled um, going each semester. And I can remember having the feeling of... It just being personal. I didn't want to see, you know, I really didn't want to be. But I just remember going back, you know, this time for me, it was very personal. And I can remember um, challenges. I can remember um, both of my grandmothers getting sick. And I can remember the, the enemy coming back again. Like I told you, you know, each time you go back to to school, you know, bad things happen, and, but I, I can also remember that prayer that I prayed that if if I got back into school, you know, it, it was not, you know, by my means, it had to be the Lord, so I persevered through every, every uh, challenge that was faced. Um, my paternal grandmother had to have open heart surgery. My maternal grandmother had to end up having a pacemaker, but I persevered. And I can remember um, being in the hospital with both of them with my laptop beside me. Um, I can remember one of my closest friends um, having her son as early as like 21 or 23 weeks And, you know, that's really unheard of, but I can remember just dropping um, everything that I was doing and, you know, I I didn't flunk out of school, but I can just remember taking my laptop with me and being over uh, in the hospital with her or just maybe skipping assignments and emailing my instructors, but... I did it, you know, I persevered, I didn't drop out, and one of the biggest um, challenges I remember, um, my baby girl, she lost her father, and at that moment, I kind of wanted to give up, you know, like, it, it was tough, but through it all, I persevered, so 
I ended up graduating locally. I graduated locally here. And um, I I can't just, I can't tell y'all the joy that I had. Because I can just remember thinking, I didn't even supposed to be in school. I was literally on financial aid probation. I can remember the day that I got the letter in the mail. I can remember how much of a failure I felt like. But here I am graduating. So um, the next step was choosing another college. And I was kind of scared to go to a university because um, I almost felt like even though my last semester here locally, I graduated with a 4.0, but um, I felt like you know, you did that, but like, can you handle going to, you know, a bigger university? So my heart wanted to go to uh, UCA. Like I just, I really wanted to go to UCA. And uh, I don't know what happened. And I ended up not going to UCA. So my next school of choice was Euler. Uh, they had the program that I wanted to major in and everything and I don't know what happened but it's like God intentional and he know exactly what I need but I ran across um a state and a state uh depending on like your GPA it you know they have a online um academic uh program and you know they were saying that you can graduate early and I was like hmm so um, I was looking online, and they did not have the major that I wanted to major in, but something said to recall them and just talk to them. So I ended up calling and talking to one of the representatives, and I was like, I really want to major uh, in psychology. And she was like, well, we don't have psychology online, but we do have sociology. And, um, you know, she just kept talking to me. And however, I ended up enrolling um into a state that's that following summer and long story short i ended up loving a state and um although i just graduated in 2019 from the college here locally i graduated in just a year's time from a state um i still had um struggles there, I, but I persevered. In fact, you guys, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, I lost her on my graduation day. I think that was the toughest thing that I I can't even put into words um, what I was feeling like to hear that for, in fact, I was going to visit her. I had told my aunt, I'm coming to Jonesburg early. Like, today is my graduation, so I'm going to travel over early, and I'm going to spend all day over here with my grandmother. So they had no other choice but to tell me that um, she went home to be with the Lord. So I can just remember having a whole entire meltdown and trying to get myself together for graduation. But... I want to tell you guys, like, I did all of this being a 
at first I was a single parent um, with three kids and later on I became a wife and ended up with six children. I had to juggle my home. I had to juggle work, you know, being a wife, being a mother, um, work in the ministry. And it's possible. I don't know where you guys may be in, in life, but if something is for you, it is for you. And there is no man on earth or no devil in hell that can stop you for what God has for you. If it is for you, it is for you. You can do it. Start your future. Plan your future. Write your dreams down. I started a prayer board. I put every prayer, every goal that I had for myself on a board. I put a Bible verse pertaining to each goal that I had on that board. Because one thing that my mama taught me is that God cannot lie. So you talk to him, you tell him his word, and you stand on his word, and you believe in that, and and you watch it. This is my, this is my short, this, this is one because it's in my uh, prayer room, which is kind of public, uh, so like I couldn't put everything on there because this is the one that um, anybody that come in my home can see. But this is um, one that I made. And when I go into my devotion room, my work room, where I kind of do eyelashes and where I do makeup at. And this is what I use besides my personal one that I write personal prayer requests in. And this is what I used. And I'm telling you, prayer works. You know, you write it down and you work towards them. Um, I do believe faith without works is dead but you um you do that and you stand on it and y'all knock out y'all goals thank you for taking y'all time out to listen to me love y'all